This is Asylum Lunch Edition. I'm Kat. I'm Stacy. I'm Jenna. Today's episode is called Obscure <clears throat> Crime Time. Yay! Yay! This is what I've been most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so today I'm going to take you to a small mountain town in Georgia called Topa. If I mispronounce that and you're from there, yell at me. It's fine. <laughs> we have an email now. It's asylumlunchedition at gmail.com. We have everything. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We're official, official. We have, we have a TikTok and we have an Instagram. We don't have a Facebook and we don't have a Twitter because I don't use those. So I don't use those. <laughs> I don't use Twitter. I haven't used Twitter since uh, someone took over. <laughs> okay, so we're going to deep into four men ages 65 up plotting to kill members of the government. <laughs> they plotted. Okay, so we have from we're going to start in March of 2011. So this is semi-recent. I mean, that's probably the last 10 years or so. But these old men are... Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, they had about 20 meetings over the course of March to October of 2011. And there was confidential source that was just kind of just kind of vibing you know <laughs> he was technically an informant but you know he he vibed with them they were friends Wait, they got along he was an informant he informed them of stuff no. or they he's a snitch he's a snitch oh, he's oh a snitch. wow snitches snitch, snitch. get stitches bitch yeah, yeah, of course they had a fucking FBI had a snitch. They, they had a plant. They there were these let me let me start with there were these meetings that they held where they talked about taking over it was like tea party. Have y'all ever heard of the tea party mm-hmm. thing? They were part of the tea party militia. Okay. So they were gonna take back the government. And take back America. Oh boy. I know a few people personally. <laughs> That's terrible. They we have Dan Roberts, Samuel Crump, Ray Adams, and Frederick Thomas. Now Frederick is our leader. He's our ringleader, right? Frederick is on the record saying our primary targets (laughs) atf the irs the people and the whole hierarchy (laughs) he's like he's like let's fuck them all up he's like let's take out the internal revenue service (laughs) let's get rid of all the government accountants Fuck them. They can't pay for nothing now. They can't pay for anything ever again. He was done. He did not give a shit. 
he also says there's two schools of thought here. Go for the feds or go for the locals. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. That was his... You go big or you go home. You go big or you go <laughs> fucking home. Now, Ray Adams, who his brother will get into... Doesn't really think does doesn't really think he's done anything. He he just fell in with a bad crowd. Old Ray goes on to say, I'd say the first one that need to die is the ones in the government buildings. <laughs> That's old Ray. He's harmless. He's harmless. He needs to go after the big boys first. All of, all of the government buildings. Old Frederick actually stalked U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder and former U.S. Representative Samuel McKinney. Like, he staked out their buildings. <laughs> he learned their schedules. He knew everything. Like, he was going to do this with anyone he could at that point. Like, they were close enough to Atlanta to where they can get that part of the government. So they research they uh, Frederick even goes to say that he researched he stopped he was after even the judges <laughs> like everybody he didn't argue well and the fun part is these men all happen to have something to do with the government at some point. Of course they did. Disgruntled employees. Right. Retired. Uh, Frederick used to be an engineer. Uh, he was in, he was a Navy veteran as well. Uh, Ray was a Department of Agriculture botanist, which comes into play. Because the way they were going to, they weren't really one for shooting mass. That that wasn't their deal. They didn't want to go out with a big old wah, huzzah. They weren't going to blow anybody up. Really, kind of, maybe. <laughs> what they wanted to do was use ricin. Oh. Who's what? Ricin. Is that... Ricin is a poison. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so, ricin is a poison found naturally in castor beans. Castor beans are processed to make castor oil. You've seen castor oil, I guess? Okay, so you, you're... You're on board here. You know where we're going with this. So this is kind of like the anthrax attacks. Basically. That's where I thought I thought that this was kind of Ricin, however, has been used experimentally in medicine to kill cancer cells. So like this is like some fucking this is some toxic shit. Like in the nineteen forties the the US military experimented with it as a possible warfare agent. Mm -hmm. They used it in the 80s and for terrorist attacks. <laughs> ricin isn't inherently contagious, but if you have it on your body, like on your clothing or something, and someone touches you, that's transferring. Mm -hmm. And you, it takes so little. Yeah, it's like <laughs> cooties. So... <laughs> Ricin 
it can be dissolved into water or weak acid. It's stable under normal conditions, but it can be activated in, with heat under 176 Fahrenheit. And if castor beans are chewed or swallowed, the release of ricin can happen. So do not eat castor beans. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, Jennifer. I'm going to go home and be like, Mm. We gotta eat castor beans. <laughs> not a demami. You can't eat them like that. We gotta see what they look like now. No, <laughs> no. I, I just want to see so I know to avoid them. I'm not gonna eat them. You're gonna look, take one picture. You're gonna take one look at the first picture and be like, mm, I'm gonna be like, ooh, those look kind of good. I'm not gonna lie. Like, ooh, ooh, crunchy crunch. So, well, big money over here. Like, so fucking, they're spiky. They're, okay, good. That's <laughs> disappointing. That. They're, that's, they're spiky see. and red. Oh, that's disappointing. Actually, they kind of look like... Um, I think that's more so them. I guess that's inside the spikes. Yes. But that's spiky. I don't want to eat that. I don't know. That looks like coral. That like, looks like a know. sea urchin. Yeah. Sea urchin plant. Yeah. <laughs> sea urchins are not plants. This one like is. Oh, sea urchin oh, plant. oh, this one okay. Looks like, I get it now. <laughs> this one looks like a plant. It, it's a plant, but it looks like a sea urchin. Okay, so we're gonna go now to Waffle House for a second because these old men love Waffle House. Old men love Waffle House. Hell yeah, they do. And their server was just like, "Hey, man." We agreed them talking about this shit all the time. Like, all the time. But they're old guys. They're we didn't talking take about. Them seriously. We, we didn't give a shit. Nobody <laughs> cared. Old men saying, I'm gonna kill all the burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Kill like, all the government. Like, if I can. Let me see. Which one was it? Oh, Frederick. Old Frederick. Ringleader. He liked to call Obama Obermer. Bummer. Obummer. Obama. Very, wow. very original. Very yeah. original. Such a hot burn, sick burn, bro. You got that shit. Snap, snap. Whatever. Obama's gonna feel that for years. He's not gonna know what to do. He's gonna hear that. He probably heard that and didn't get out of bed for like six minutes. <laughs> dismissed it and honestly i couldn't find like anything on it specifically i did find that two of them got arrested in their homes but i think the reason waffle house is mentioned in some articles is because i think one of them got arrested at the waffle house <laughs> like i can't confirm it because i can't find but there's some articles that are like waffle house guys blah 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 that's okay I used to work at Waffle House at one point, like whenever I first started college. That is normal Waffle House activity. <laughs> I literally had a man that I would just sit down and listen to him talk about shit like that because he would give me such a big tip. I didn't even fucking care. <laughs> that man talked about so many government conspiracies. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck because you're going to hand me $20 after this is done and all I have to do is sit here. Yeah. That is normal Waffle House activity. Yeah, so they didn't give a fuck. They didn't care. Yeah, exactly. What else are you going to do? Normal. 
we have a pro here. I didn't even realize. This this has turned into an interview, you guys. I'm so sorry. Breaking news. Okay, so what else happens at Waffle House? Do arrests happen at Waffle House? Yeah, literally like a week before I quit, someone got shot in the parking lot. Wow. And it was just whatever. Like the cops being there was just whatever. It was just normal. It's like, hey, can I get a bacon and egg and cheese? Be like, dude, there's a body out there. Waffle House is so fucking unhinged. <laughs> like the amount of times I was working with my coworkers and like the, pe okay, there's this one fucking time that sticks out to me as his family sitting at the table and the guy was like, hey, I asked for tomatoes on my hamburger. You guys didn't give me tomatoes, so I'm talking to the cook. I'm like, hey man, can you put some tomatoes on the plate? This man walks up raw dogging these tomatoes in his hand and just throws them in the customer's plate, and I'm like. I am so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? And walks up a handful of tomatoes and just... Like, dude. Plop. No gloves. Nothing. Here are your fucking tomatoes, bro. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit that goes... It's just normal. Like, the amount of time... My coworkers would just look at customers and be like, fuck you, get out of here. I don't need your fucking money. <laughs> it's so fucking unhinged. I that I literally lasted like a month and a half over there because of how I'm like, no, I can't take this. There are no laws in Waffle House. No. It was a lawless land. It's pure chaos and we have autism and we can't do that. I can't do it much. I can't do it. Ooh my god. I can eat there. No problem. No problem. You want you want a burnt grilled cheese? I'm your guy. Oh yeah, if you work there too, they charge you every day for a meal, whether you eat there or not. They charge you fifteen dollars a day for a meal, and I never really ate, so I would just get the food and bring it home to my dad. Cause I'm like, I'm not that hungry. I'd eat before I go in, so I'm like, I don't really want to eat greasy food. This can make me tired. So I bring it home to my dad, and I'm talking to my manager. I'm like, Hey man, I'm not eating this. Can you stop charging me? He's like, No. Dude, my food wouldn't even cost me fifteen dollars. Like, yeah. cause all I would want is fucking grilled cheese, and that's maybe eight bucks. Cause I would get two of them. If they're charging me fifteen dollars, I'm getting the most. Like the joke, they're just fucking covering my fucking. I plate. want steak. Like, <laughs> I want. I want steak with all of the potatoes. Like, every time, like, I would mainly eat the waffles. I would fuck up a Waffle House waffle. Right. And, like, mainly I'd eat the waffles. Those are, like, four or five dollars. I'm not gonna eat three fucking waffles right. in my day. Is so much. And I remember I used to drink the coffee like crazy because my shift was kind of dead. So I would just sit there so and drink coffee. And swear, not really, no. So it wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. It wouldn't get interesting till about 7 o'clock, 7, 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock was just fucking peak <laughs> crackhead energy. That's whenever all the drunks were coming in or whatever, the guys getting off work. Yeah. That was just, I'm really fucking happy I did not work overnight because that's whenever all the shit went down. Mm -mm -mm. But even just that one hour I was there, so much happened. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't think I could even work mornings. Like, Lava House employees. Oh, the fucking morning. It's the morning shift and then the overnight shift that are fucking bad. My shift was, it was the best one. It was chaotic, but it was so, yeah, it was chaotic it was so neutral. Chill. It was chaotic raw dog and tomatoes in your hand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the fucking 
employees fighting with the customers and shit like that. Well, I hope we all learned a little bit about Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Dan Roberts, guys, he was like, okay, I know some people in Habersham, Habersham County. He's got a substance that could kill people. Okay, this is on an affidavit. Like, this is legal <laughs> documentation. So he can't get around this shit. He's done. <laughs> Roberts and Thomas, specifically, we went over, they went after the IRS. They also went after the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. Because they have a building downtown Atlanta. The- Seems like the place. To hit up. Yeah. That's where you go. Yeah, to the place with all the firearms. Yeah, that's where you go. Because I assume they just have firearms. Buckets and buckets of firearms. <laughs> buckets and buckets. And tobacco. They all smoke cigarettes heavily. <laughs> They're just chilling with their fucking uh, chain smoking and fucking... <laughs> How can they have a fucking beard for me? Ah. <laughs> it's the government sanctioned rednecks. That's my house. So, let's see. I can't remember where I put it. Uh, no, talk. no talk about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what is this way? I don't know. Okay, so you said that they kind of, did they just like spur the moment be like, all right, we're going to take out the fucking government or did the government do something where they're like, that's it. That's your final straw. Okay, so I'm glad you asked. So what I've learned is they literally had a FBI informant that was recently released from prison for, um, terrorism shit and they were like we see these guys doing these meetings because they have online presence Mm -hmm. and stuff we see these guys doing these meetings we want you to go there and they had a whole deal I don't know the details of the deal unfortunately I didn't look that deep into it if y'all want to look look into it I don't know so (laughs) they sent this guy to go and I don't think they were getting as much as they wanted. So this guy kind of egged them on. It's just like, you know, you want to really get them. You guys should, you know, I don't know. Maybe buy silencers for your weapons. It's okay. It's fine. So they, you know, going and buying silencers from an undercover FBI agent. (laughs) And the FBI agent, I think, they even have him saying, they said shit to me, man. Like, (laughs) they were were ready for it. (laughs) But, oh, Thomas, he likes to say now, or at least after he was sentenced and everything, 
What we were talking about was bullshit. We're just a couple of men just chilling, having a good time. <laughs> but the prosecutors disagree because they want, they literally tried to buy an unregistered explosive and fucking silencers. <laughs> They're like, silencers aren't used to defend oneself. Like, it's the purpose of the silencer is to muffle the sound. So your offensive can't hear what direction it's coming from to defend themselves. <laughs> also, can I just point out how stupid it is to go that route right. towards the government? Right. Okay, you have to think... The amount of security that they have, like, they, you act like they're not expecting this shit to happen. And then you're going to go in with a, like, okay, I'm not saying that they went the smarter route doing the whole poison bean thing. But that's the kind of thing that you would have to get the government with because the gun thing just straight up wouldn't work. That's mm -hmm. the stupidest, even the fucking explosive thing. You think they're not expecting that, my guy? Right, and that's why they were more into the ricin idea because what they what was their downfall was the purchasing <laughs> and of from the FBI <laughs> undercover for the explosives and the silencer. That's what got them essentially. But when they found out about the ricin and everything else, that was more unfortunately that was more Ray and Samuel because they they co-conspired and Dan knew Samuel who knew Ray <laughs> and Ray had planted castor beans in his mother's front yard because castor beans are known to ward off moles so he already had, he already had some. And he's like, what is up, you guys? What the fuck is up? And Samuel was like, all right, guys, uh, I know Ray. Ray's going to get us castor beans. We're going to make some fucking rice in. We're going to do this. And they had plans to disperse it down major highways even. What the yeah, they 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 wanted to take out everyone. Can I just point out too how funny I feel like that was whenever he was like, "You guys are gonna want to see this shit. Wait till you see what I planted in my mom's yard." And his friends are like, "This man's planting weed." And then they walk up and he's like, "They're like, what the these? fuck is this?" And he's like, "These are danger beans." <laughs> come on, come on, come see the danger beans. They may be pink and pretty. Also, why disperse them on highways? That's like the fucking anthrax attacks. Like, Literally. that was an attack at the government, but they killed fucking random bystanders more than anything. Like, why are you getting these other people involved, especially whenever they'd probably be on your side? Literally. All of them. They had plans to do it in New Orleans as well. They wanted to just drive down and just that fucking... That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, what do they think ricin is? Like, <laughs> there's just a little bit. There's so little. I think they thought that they were going to have, like, 
super amount of beans. <laughs> <laughs> An absurd amount of beans. Like, I don't know how long, I don't know how many beans homie had stockpiled. It's not like you just dry out the bean and smash it up. You gotta extract the ricin from it. Yeah, I don't think they got that. <laughs> They're not very smart men. <laughs> I mean, homie was a botanist, so I think he knew. But I don't think everyone else knew. <laughs> I think everyone else, I think Samuel told Dan, yeah, man, I can get you some fucking ricin. And Ray was like, yeah, I can get ricin from Caster. He's just going to take a while, but, you know. And he's just droning on. And all Samuel heard was the first part. So he's like, yeah. he's like, bro, I got it. We fucking, let's fucking go. He was like, oh, it's going to take him a couple of days. He was like, I can get some ricin. And they're like, we're taking over the world. Yeah. They went from wanting to just take over the government. They're like, we're taking over the world. Everyone's getting it at this point. Yeah. They just went from zero to fucking hundred. They turned to fucking, uh, what's her face? Oprah. You get ricin. And you, you get ricin. ricin. Everybody gets ricin. <laughs> like, they literally just planned on flinging ricin out the window of their car. Like, that was their plan. They wanted to just fling it out the window and go, ah, whoever dies, dies. They didn't give a shit. They were absolutely fucking. I don't. I don't know how. I don't. There's so many factors. Like, what if it blows back in and you get it in the car? What if someone goes to throw it? Like, what if it's in a bag or something? You go to throw it out the car and it just busts in the car. Literally, you're all dead. Now. You're all dead now. The... Backfired. Now, <laughs> I mean, so the car. Fucking stupid. <laughs> They were, Frederick, at least, was a great-grandfather. You know what? So, (laughs) this is someone's, this is someone's great-grandpappy. Great-grandpappy. You know what is completely evident here? None of these men had an anxiety disorder, because they would have thought of all of them. Literally! (laughs) Because they did not think any, they had, they, it took them less than nine months of planning like they started in march and they were arrested like the first of november so it wasn't it was eight months basically they were like we're gonna do this they probably had like three plants three little shrubs and they could probably i don't think they could have even enough ricin to do anything (laughs) okay I was thinking, I hope you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. I was thinking about how they were going to, like, get it into the government to, like, you know, give it to the people. And you guys were talking about them throwing it out the window. Mm-hmm. I just imagined them, like, going in the government building and doing, like, the fucking pocket sand. Pocket racing. Yes, pocket sand. Yeah. I mean, that may have worked, but I I don't know. Yeah, that would have worked better than throwing it out the window. Yeah, because what is that doing? Like, the government's immediately going to find out about that. They're going to go on full on fucking lockdown. You guys don't realize, okay, Crump, not Ray, right? Ray was a botanist, Ray was the one with beans now. Samuel Crump was like, dude, we were going to make 10 pounds of ricin. (laughs) 10 pounds. Pounds and we're gonna disperse it throughout the entire United States. That was his plan. That was Samuel's plan. You cannot 
10 pounds? 10 pounds. That's like a large bag of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what he was going to put it in. It's a bunch of baby waste. I mean, if there was that much rice in, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that would be... That's a serious threat. Yes. That's insane to, threat. To get that amount... To get that amount of rice in would be so hard. And I don't know what they were thinking. It's not going to be just a couple of plants. None of them were, like, pilots or anything, so I don't think that they were going to, like, fly over and just, you know, crop duster. That's what I assumed that that would have been their next step, probably. I might be giving them ideas if they're still alive. But, like, that wasn't part of the plan. No crop dusting. No, Their crop dusting was out the fucking window. Like, ah, pocket sand. now guys when i say that like this is their fucking plan old samuel used to work for the cdc he knows the dangers of ricin and he's like we're just gonna throw it out of the fucking window that is the stupidest shit these are the men that work for our government at some point. I see why. Also, they turning against the same government they work for. The. Uh, it's a friendly fire. It is. It, it well. It's it. Not only is it terrorism, but it's genocide because I mean, you're you're after your own. <laughs> So, you know, it's treason, all that. Well, Frederick, Frederick was the one that was, like, the most zero to 100 because he was the one that, like, went to buy the silencer. Mm. He went to buy the explosives. He idolized dude Timothy McVeigh. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you don't know who Timothy McVeigh is... He was convicted of blowing up the Oklahoma City Federal Building in 1995. He killed 168 men, women, and children and injured more than 800 others. My fucking God. Yeah. But, guys, I want you to know, Frederick, he had a line. He was like, I don't want to kill kids. Oh. He's like, that guy killed kids. That guy, that was fucked up. We're not doing that. We're just going to... We're just going to kill adult government people unless the locals get in the way. Yeah. By he had morals. Dispersing. Well, I don't know if him and Crump were on the same page oh, with that. I don't think all of... I, I, I don't thing- think... I honestly don't think that they were on the same page because from the way it seems, Samuel and Ray were friends and they stuck together and dan and frederick stuck together because all the articles i see with the sentencing of the silencer and the explosive is dan and rob and frederick so they were both they were the two that were arrested in their homes i think ray and samuel were the ones that were arrested at the waffle And I think they were the biggest shit talkers. Like, I think Ray was one of the biggest shit talkers. But Ed Adams, Ray's brother, goes on to say um, he played Santa for the local Masons that he was a part of. And 
you know, he is compassionate and he's not even political. He doubts he even knows who the president is. Like, those darn castor beans are his biggest problem, Oled says. <laughs> you know, it's not the fact that Ray is a fucking radical fucking terrorist that thinks that his fucking country is going to shit and I'm going to fix it. I'm going to show them. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Agents pulled about a dozen guns from Frederick's house. Wow. <laughs> like, he had notebooks, toxic plant guides, knives, ammunition. Like, he had, he had, he was preparing for an all-out war. <laughs> like, so he has notebooks. I just imagine if you, like, open up the notebooks, it's just, like, government, and it's, like, bad, die. <laughs> There's just a picture of him holding a plate and, and like, then, handing like, it to a government official. And there's just an arrow pointing to it. And then he has, like, he has, like, oh, bummer. <laughs> oh, bummer. And it's, like, in red. And he's, like, <laughs> It's in red crayon. He got a big old laugh from that. <laughs> Frederick was inspired by the online novel Absolved. By Mr. Mike Vanderbro. It was self-published. You have to purchase it to read it. I did not purchase it, but I read a review. And the review said, <laughs> if you actually read this fucking book, it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> you have to purchase it to read it, because otherwise people would be like, oh, my shit. Right, well, it has re other reviews, and the person even calls them out and says, the people that wrote those reviews did not read this fucking book, and I can tell you why. <laughs> like, they had receipts, and I trust them with my life. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fuck that. This guy is a fucking idiot. And he talks in circles. And of course, the old men love that. Yes. <sighs> Thomas's lawyer said he believed the government was going to collapse. That's why he stockpiled all those guns. <laughs> you guys, he was just preparing for the worst. Oh my God, that's literally my fucking dad. <laughs> Dude, I got out the shower one night. <laughs> Just got done shaving my legs. Back of my ankle is bleeding. For so sure. I go into my mom's room, and my dad's, like, packing up a backpack. And I'm like, I'm going to ignore that. Mom, you have a Band-Aid? My dad's like, put this backpack on. And I'm like, why? He's like, I need to see if you can hold this. And then I'm like, okay, so I put it on. I'm like, this is heavy as fuck. What is in here? He's like, do you think you could walk with that for a couple miles? I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Where am I going? <laughs> Jesus. And he's like, just in case, like, the apocalypse or something happens, I need to know that I can count on you to carry these supplies. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it is 11.30 at night. <laughs> I am leaving. I just want a Band-Aid. <laughs> I just wanted to shave my legs. I just want a smooth legs. <laughs> now I'm holding a bag of ammunition. <laughs> that heavy bag is hurting my back. I have a grenade in my pocket. <laughs> 
Dude, all older white men are all the fucking same. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, okay, Dan Roberts was listed as the captain Dan Roberts for the contact sheet for the 445th, 40th squad for the Georgia militia. Like, he was, he was the captain, you guys. He was top of his game. It... If you ask Thomas's daughter, a the informant is the guy. That's why when y'all were like, "Oh, what the informant do?" He he nudged him, and according to Thomas's daughter, he she says that they wouldn't have gone through with something if it wouldn't have been for that guy. <laughs> like, I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. She made it seem like he was like, if you guys don't do this, you're little fucking baby men. I don't think that's what it was. These guys were already heavily, like, influenced by probably fucking Fox News. Yeah. And they probably already had this mindset, and they were already saying this shit. That's why they had these Tea Party fucking meetings. And then that they the FBI had their fucking number. That's why they sent the fucking mm-hmm. informant to infiltrate the meetings. The daughter doesn't know shit because the wife of I think it's Robert uh Fred Dan Roberts says he doesn't know anything. He's harmless. Oh my god. It's like these men are highly intelligent men <laughs> that had careers in military and in fucking government prior to all of this. They didn't just lose that because they became old. That didn't happen. They already had these brains and these skill sets and these mindsets. That's why they were collecting ricin to begin with. They, they knew about menaces. it. Literally, they knew what the fuck they were doing. And people in their life, oh no, no, no. They wouldn't have ever done that. It's always the ones you least expect. So it was basically them like wanting to do it, and the guy was like, "Let's see what. Let's, let's see how see what far they this goes. Let's see what they got. Let's see how smart they are." I That's think I think the informant just nudged them in the direction that they needed them. That's why they went and they found the undercover FBI agent because literally. Who else is going to send them to an undercover FBI agent but the fucking FBI informant? Like, guys, I know a guy. You should go to my guy. What's your guy's name? Steve. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's my guy. And they're like, yeah, 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 I trust you, guy I've never met before. Right. And that's how they got him. Have you heard of the theory about why all the old people are suddenly like being people that they never were before fox news yeah it's not fox news it's the accumulation of lead that they've been poisoning themselves with since the 40s oh, that would make sense oh, i didn't ever oh think God. of that But yes, it's also Fox News. Old people are fucking weird. My grandfather, before he passed, was insane with fucking Fox News. And it just got worse and worse and Mm -hmm. worse the older he got. 
Like, he would day in and day out, 24 fucking 7, have Fox News on in the background, like, blasting throughout the fucking house. <laughs> My grandma had Fox News on one time, and it was uh, Glenn Beck playing. And I'm like, look at this fucking clown right here. <laughs> I hated fucking Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Ugh, God. Could not stand that fucking dude. But my grandfather loved that guy. Gotta watch the O'Reilly factor. Ugh. Um, they've both been fired. Oh, done. Gone. I never watched the news. You're lucky. My grandparents would watch it, but now my grandpa likes watching TikTok compilations on his TV. I also watch TikTok news. That's where I get my news from. Yeah, I'd be walking in, he's like watching TikToks, and I'm like, what are you doing? It's like an old Cajun man, too, like, full on down the bayou. I'm like, why are you watching this shit? You fucking hate technology watching TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's, uh... I've never experienced Fox News, so I, I, I don't know. I don't like the news. It's toxic as fuck. It honestly is. Like, you know Joe Rogan and, like, oh, fucking, so like, all those podcaster guys who are like, you gotta do this, blah, blah, blah. That's basically Fox News 24 fucking 7. Like, they're telling you what to do, how to think, why to think it, and... They're spinning every single thing in their favor or Mm -hmm. against what they think they need to be against. And I know all media is biased. There's no way of getting around that. But Fox News takes it to a whole nother fucking level. (laughs) Okay, so there's this new show on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I watched a preview of it. And there's this guy that talks about, like, how the media has an effect on, like, cases. And the guy would be like, they don't care about the facts. They don't care about what actually happened. They want something that is going to give a story for them to sell and for them to make money off of. Mm -hmm. And that's the toxic thing about the media. Is that they will say whatever the fuck they need to say to get people's attention Mm -hmm. and to get money out of them and all this and that. And that is the sad part about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the worst part. They give so much misinformation about things. Well, yeah, because they can and people fucking lose their shit and go, oh my god, the news said this. And that's yep. how fucking shit happens, man. One last thing I will tell y'all is another thing that really did them, uh, Dan and Frederick in was when they met with the undercover agent to negotiate the purchase of the silencer um they also tried to get some stuff to make a fully automatic rifle which is illegal cannot have a fully automatic rifle in the united states can't do it i Um, can't imagine why yeah what about partially automatic (laughs) (laughs) thomas just thought this undercover agent was a great guy like frederick was like you are a stand-up guy my you are my guy's guy So I'm going to tell you what I'm up to. So he tells this agent that he plans to use the silencer and he described that he would clean the rifle with rubber gloves on so he didn't leave his fingerprints on the rifle. These are highly intelligent but stupid. 
stupid men. There's so many other factors. Like, obviously, they're going to test for fingerprints, but how do you think they're going to find out about the weapon in the first fucking place? Like, if it's in your house, <laughs> there's no denial. My fingerprints aren't on it. It doesn't matter. It's in it's your possession. It's not registered in my name. And it's like, but it was in your house. It's in your possession. <laughs> like, what? Your wife doesn't know shit about shit, so obviously she didn't fucking put it there. She's dusted it a couple of times. She's like, oh, oh Frederick and his old rifles. Display mm-hmm. pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, they were arrested November 1st, and they pled guilty in April. And the whole time they were waiting to be sentenced, they only got sentenced to five years. That's it. But the whole time, they were, I could see interviews with their wives, and I think Frederick was, like, ailing in health. And she's like, oh, he needs to be let out. He already had his kidney taken out. Oh, no, he's so frail. <laughs> like, these dudes were planning on killing masses of people. I don't feel bad for him. Oh, no, he lost his kidney. He was going to fucking Murder. poison a bunch of fucking innocent bystanders for no reason. He didn't want to kill kids, you guys. But if a kid got into that ricin and he didn't know it, that's fine. His hands are clean. He didn't do it. They have the stupidest fucking logic about everything. Yeah. Men are stupid. They're they're so fucking stupid. They had the plan. They had the pieces. But the execution was so poor. They were just trying to, like, let's go. Let's go. And I think partially that was the informant. I think the informant was like, come on, guys, you got to hurry this fuck up. Yeah. yeah, you guys got to, come on, you guys really want to do something? We got to get this shit fucking going, let's go. And then he, like, had party lights in the back, and he had his uh, his computer set up with his uh, headphones, and he's like, come on, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> who's going to blow up the government? Oh, 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 so him, they're just having a rave at this point. So they got hyped as fuck, you guys. And that's why it took less than eight months for them to get fucking arrested. <laughs> because old Joe Sims, the FBI informant, I found his name in like one article. <laughs> One article. What up, Joe? If you hear this, you're out of blast. That man is a fucking snitch. <laughs> that man will forever be known as a snitch. She's just gonna walk into work one day and be like, oh, look who it is. The fucking snitch. Snitch Joe. Old Joe fucking, <laughs> he'll get you to commit crimes and then fucking tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. I aspire to be Joe That's like an older sibling thing. Yeah. Like, Hey. Like, I bet you won't fucking do it. I bet you won't I bet fucking... you won't throw this rock at the TV. Mom, you threw the rock at the TV. That's old Joe. And he's a tr- he must be a trustworthy guy because he got them to just trust. It sounded like they were ready to trust anybody. Anybody that would fucking listen. Yep. Yeah. So we got our Waffle House waitresses and waiters. That are like, yo, I'm gonna just listen to these old men. You were probably one of them. We don't know. I fell victim. Yeah. So 
what have we learned today? We've learned that old men aren't always all talk. They have no fucking logic about their talk. Like, they don't think about things. But if you think about it, if these men were a good 30 years younger, they would be serious fucking threats. Because their, their ideas that they had were already serious. And they were already kind of executing it the way they needed to. But if they were just a little bit younger, mm-hmm. a little bit more cohesive, that's a scary thought. Like, those, that, there's no fucking telling what those fucking dudes, but it's because of their background, though. Mm-hmm. Because you can't tell me that a military man hasn't come across this a few fucking times. Can't tell me that. Dude was in the fucking Navy for 30 years. You know what I mean? And then this guy's a fucking botanist. So you literally, literally fucking dealt with that. Other guy's a fucking CDC. Like, the only one that was kind of funny to me background-wise was Dan Roberts. Because all I can really find on him, besides the fact that he was the militia and he was targeting the IRS and stuff, was he worked for signage and he did animal rescue. (laughs) That was the only, yeah. That was one of the things that his wife was like, we'll just be saving dogs. Okay, well then that's another factor. We don't want to kill kids. What if someone is out there walking their dog? Right. Dead dog. Dead dog, dead kid. That's on your conscience now. Dead dog, dead kid. The dog doesn't know what's going on. What if it's a kid walking a dog? Yeah. What if it's a kid walking two dogs? They're oblivious. They don't know what's going on. That dog's just dog's. That dog's just like, oh, hell yeah, racing. I love beans. You don't know. You don't know these are bad beans. They don't know it's bad beans. He just chomp, chomp, chomp. And the kid's like, hell yeah, beans. My dog ate these beans. They must be good beans. That kid's dead. Done. My dog ate these beans. You know, don't you you eat the dog beans? Dog beans. You see dog's beans? Did you guys... That reminds me. Did you guys, whenever you were little, make like salads with the grass in in the yard? Yes. Me and my cousin did that, but we used elephant leaves. You guys know what elephant leaves? Yes. I don't know what those are. In our mouth, it's like those really big fucking leaves. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, kind of like yeah. heart shape. We did that, and then our mouth started like tingling because we ate it. I was, oh, I ate everything. You know, I was eating the grass. You already know. This is grass, it's healthy. We like ran inside and I'm like crying to my grandma. I'm like, my mouth burns, my throat is tingling. She's like, what did you do? I'm like, I ate an elephant leaf. And she's like, why did you do it? Did you have to go to the doctor? I was not allowed outside unsupervised anymore. Did they give you better drug? No, she told me to brush my teeth and then I was fine. Oh, okay. At least that was all. <laughs> yeah. So that story is gonna take a turn. Like, oh yeah, I don't know, I was in a hospital for a No, my <laughs> take, take a turn. Yeah, I died from it. <laughs> I died for six minutes after eating a leaf. No, it's just me in the bathroom brushing my teeth and crying. My grandma on the door, like, you fucking idiot. Stop eating grass. This week I'm just traumatized and eats fucking grass. I mean, my grandma put it pat. I used to look. This was a common occurrence. I used to just. Like a fucking goat. You're just fucking vibing. Go down grass in the yard. You're just fucking vibing. Okay, that makes me feel better. Finn claims he eats grass. Hell yeah, Finn gets it. Don't let him eat elephant leaf like Pinko. 
If he does, brush his teeth. Yep, if he does. I definitely told him that not all grass is safety. <laughs> yeah, it's not all edible. You can't do it. Finn gets it. Hell yeah. Please don't <laughs> let him eat aquarium rocks. <laughs> it looks like nerds. I love like the nerds. crunch. <laughs> See, this fight, okay, when we was working together, Jenna found some fucking glass and was like, crouch. It's <laughs> a fucking broken thing. I turned to guys like, snack? And I'm crunchy. like, and I'm like, like no. no. <laughs> like, no snack. Jenna's like, snack? <laughs> Jenna, that's pica. <laughs> this what? It's pica. There's so many poisons. I can't have fun with anything. That's not poisons. That's what it's called. You want to eat non-edible things. That's pica. Oh, it's a disease? Yeah. Oh. That's a, there you go. That's a diagnosis. I need to find my kind. <laughs> there you're going to get... Okay, so your phone's right there. That means your TikTok algorithm's going to change, and that's why you're going to see that. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I already get videos on... Uh, I watched this one series where it's like, instead of eating this, eat this. And the girl would be like, if you want to eat... Insulation, try cotton candy. Yeah. If you want to eat aquarium gravel, try nerds. Right. Because I guess she knows that people like me exist. Yes. <laughs> I think there just are a lot of kids that like to just, do that too. Just like sitting there watching that going, she made this video for me. This is, I'm just there like, this really is the for you page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though, sometimes I see videos of lava and I'm like, ooh, that lava be looking thick though. Ooh. Be looking hot and slimy. Lava literally looks like fun slime. I just, I just want to be like a cat and just. <laughs> Same. At least so fucking good. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, other than that, um, Samuel Crump. Worked as an electrician. Did they so. ever say, like, okay, I know they said they were going to throw it out the window for, like, the body. How were they getting it into the building? Like, did they ever get to that point? No. I don't believe so. I didn't see anything about them getting we're to just that gonna point. They just conspired. And bake some cookies and be like, here you go, guys. Well, some I mean, they were going to get <laughs> Samuel was like, we're going to get 10 pounds of rice in. <laughs> we're going to fuck them up. We're going to make them snort it. We're going to just make them do lines. lines I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying shit at this point. I don't know how they... I'm with the pocket sand. Pocket sand. Like that. I don't really know how they thought that they were going to get this done. This is my thing. The way, like you guys said earlier, it's contagious. So, like, in order to kind of give it to them they kind of also have to be in contact with it so then they're risking themselves yeah well so then it kind of cancels itself out cause because it's not worth it because when we worked for the cdc he knew how to handle it oh but it was one of those things where i don't think they got enough of it to handle it mm-hmm. because they only had eight months to do like they, when they finally got caught and arrested and the government said, okay, we have enough to get them, like, they seized, oh, that was it, they seized 52 ar- firearms and 30,000 rounds of ammunition from... 30? Why do you need that? Yeah, they... <laughs> that's a lot. That's Why too much. Why would you need 
a thousand, nevertheless thirty thousand. Yeah. Like you are not getting that many shots in. No. Well, that's why he wanted to turn it into a fully automatic weapon, because he wanted to. Sit down. <laughs> he just wanted to go fucking buck wild. Homie was throwing out the window. He was fucking shooting like fucking Scarface. It was gonna be. It was gonna be insane. There were old ass grandfathers. Just imagine. What you doing over there, Grandpa? Shut up. I'm playing with my cast of beans. I'm playing with my beans. <laughs> the Leave ones, me alone. The kid, the kid, he's like, come here, Timmy. I got something for you. And Timmy's like, what's up, Grandpa? He's like, this is a special bean. I want you to have it. You give it to your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, that kid has been giving you trouble at school. Make him, him eat bean. this bean. <laughs> Make him chew this bean. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. That's pretty much all I got for you guys. Old man, explosive, sort of. Silencer, sort of. Ryson, sort of. <laughs> they really didn't accomplish anything, but at the same time, they could have accomplished so much, and that's terrifying. So yeah. we just gotta be aware of the old men. Oh, we are aware of old men. But Unfortunately. They make themselves known. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But don't just be dismissing them old men all the time. Because uh, then this shit can happen. <laughs> Waffle House learned that. <laughs> just gonna be at work one day, you're gonna piss off an old man. He's gonna, be like, he's gonna be like, I'll be back. No, Grandpa, not the beans again. Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, Sir, I don't need your poison beans. Have a nice day. You're just here, I got a tip for you a handful of beans. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna go to work and I'm gonna get some beans. I'm just gonna keep beans in my pocket. And when somebody be- pisses me off, I'm gonna fucking pack of beans. I don't know what the fuck everybody that's poison beans. Poison beans. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I don't know if this episode was informative, but if you got this far, thank you for listening. Um, like I said at the beginning, we now have an Instagram. It is asylum underscore lunch edition. And our TikTok is the same. And our email is asylumlunchedition at gmail.com. All right. Message us. If you don't follow us, your mom's a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother is a hoe. Your mother is a hoe. Um, send us an email and tell us things like you guys are annoying and we hate you. <laughs> and we'll be like, yeah, we fucking know. We started a podcast so we can listen to ourselves talk. Okay. It's you not think, for you. You it's think we don't you. you think we don't fucking know that? <laughs> but anyway, if you did listen and, and if you this do is like us. If this is your, I mean, this is the third episode, so if this is your third time listening. It better be your third time listening. I am very. You continue to listen. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very impressed by your um, 
resilience. We're going to bully the fuck out of our fans. I know, you're fucking threatening them. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't listen to our podcast and you don't follow us, you're getting the beans. The beans. You're getting the fucking beans. (laughs)